Last time on the Dungeon House. Some terrible news came out and the party learned that the end of the world was nearer than they supposed. After being given their final quest to obtain the dagger from Kirsten and return it to Etna Island to try and stop the end of the world, the party lost some dire members as Inspector Gadget has now left and so has uh, Indy. Because of this situation, the things seemed hopeless but a new joiner has joined the party um the dwarf guy malbrick uh, right malbrick has joined the party um in this situation malbrick will hopefully have to make up for the loss of a david stone indy and rock and sister as rock and sister have run off to do uh, something um <laughs> at this time something uh, like i don't i don't know like they're probably saving the world or maybe they're doing a special mission but besides the point currently the party as they were on their way to the um to find kirsten and obtain the dagger they ran into her assassin assistant number 17 and captured number 17 and it was revealed that 17 was actually gail's sister the shock was absolutely I don't know, not really demoralizing, but like electrifying. I like that. As as electricity shot out of this. No, I don't know what happened. But the party has calmed her down to a state, and now they are on top of a roof debating how to go forward as they still need to get the dagger from Kirsten. But I'm technically the, down in the alley about this point. Chase, do you want to do the intro? Oh <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> As they are down in the alley and not on the roof anymore, discussing what they should be doing. And we are going to jump straight into... Oh, uh uh-oh. I think you might just jump straight out. (laughs) Oh, you still can't hear you, Kyle. Kyle, you're so excited. Now I can hear you. No! My, we hear my you. We hear you again. I will never be silent. I cannot be silenced. Be silenced yourself. <gasps> Shush. All right, but let's. Oh, you did it again! You did it again. You did it again. Oh my god. Okay, it's fixed. Oh no, it's no, broken. It's gone. Okay, what about right here? That's good. Okay, let me. Okay, is it working now? Yes. yes. All right, all right. I will not be silenced again. <laughs> all right, but y'all are up in the alleyway. I'm um, sorry. Um, whale. A whale? What is the plan now? Um... How lucid is Azura? Um, like, I know we finished off with her saying, Yeah. Um, at, after we were able to exceed the check. Yeah, so at this point, she's, she's conscious. Conscious. She's not like 100% there. Like, she's probably running at like 30%. Like, she's, she's going through a lot of emotions right now. But she's yeah. responsive to a point. I have an unrelated question. 
Yes. Did we get Azura from Fire Emblem Fates? No, I named her. Oh, you did? Yeah, I well, never played that. It's okay. Azura is the blue lady who sings, but that's not related. Anyway. Oh, Azura! That's right! Like, I, I, just, I just came up with the name. I really like the name Azura, actually. If I had children, cool I would name them all Azura. Every single all one of them. Yes. Yeah, well, let's get... Actually, his name was supposed to be Azura, but then he was... A that boy. name was taken by his sister, who was not born yet. And so his parents decided to name him Gail. Actually, funny story that no one cares about. My name, Kyle, was originally supposed to be given to my older brother. But then he was born, and my parents looked at him, and they're like, that looks more like a Zach. And so, <laughs> and so then they named me Kyle. So, uh, anyways, so wow. funny. funny story. And back into it. Back into it. Um, at this time, Gail's just probably, like, um, like holding his sister and there's not really words that I think either one of them can really express now that she's kind of back lucid yet not fully there um, and so he's not really paying attention to what's going on um, with this conversation so we could get Azura to walk if we need her to she's like that yeah Don't she's walk okay. she's walkable all right I see we just start walking towards the where she can get her speech. Do I remember? I'm afraid that uh, what Gail, as you mentioned before, her. Uh, curse hasn't been lifted all the way. She might still be susceptible to... Um, Gil kind of like look up towards you and kind of like eyes. I... She's... She's back for now. And that's what matters. Um, though... She is, it's important for us to, does anyone have an extra pair of clothes or anything like that? She can't be seen in these, these robes. If anyone were to spot just her in this attire, they would immediately start asking questions and or just attack us on site. I'm assuming that uh, Piper would have an extra something at least. I don't know. I do have my extra fan clothes as well. <laughs> but I wore those today, so I have my farmer clothes that she could use. Oh, how tall is she? Yeah, how tall is she? Um, she's actually fairly close to the same size, just like maybe like three inches shorter than Gail. So she's fairly tall. How, how tall, tall is Gail? Is Gail? <laughs> Gail is like six foot. So she's six seven. Yeah, or six uh, six nine or six, five nine. Five nine. Sorry, five nine. So she's Piper's height. Yep. 
So what is Azura wearing? She's got the black cloak, of course, but like, what else? It's, it's like, I don't know. Basically, it's like assassin's clothes. It's one thing that's very discernible, though, is like on her right arm, you see like a branded mark of the number 17. Um, that's very visible. Um, and it's like really bad scarring and stuff like that, which... So like kind of like shorts, like no sleeve, like black tunic with like a red decal of like of like dying phoenix on it, like emblemized into like the leather work, and then like a dark cloak with like a, a red interior and stuff like that, and just like basically like dark leathers for the for the. Mm trousers and the boots and stuff like that. So, how would you like to become a pirate for the day? I have this old note. I could smear it on her face. I know that's horrible. I have quite a bit of makeup. (laughs) Pepper reaches into her bag and pulls out a spare shirt and a bandana. (laughs) What's ever easiest? Okay. I'm assuming that the men look away from uh, a wall. Like Everyone, okay. don't look. Look uh, that way. Make sure no one's coming down the alleyway. Wait, wait. I, I'm changing in the middle of this alleyway. Got no other choice. Let's go. Like, uh, guys, there's a couple choices right now. As in, nope. This is as our in, only choice. As the DM, there, I don't know. Is there anywhere... Could I look and see if there's anywhere, like, is there, like, a little shed in this As a DM, alley? there's a public woman's bathroom right next to where you are standing. <laughs> All right! <laughs> All right! But, like, the only thing is, like, she has to get into the public woman's bathroom. It's open and no one is in it. She's able to change there easily. She's not changing the <laughs> This is the DM, the DM god has, like, boom! Like, some random constructor, like, five years ago, was like, I'm going to build a bathroom in this alleyway. That's exactly why it's <laughs> It's a public restroom. Oh, yeah. Perfect. She's, a- she's able to change. She ain't changing in the alley. Sorry, this is a PG rated. I mean, right. it was still gonna. Never mind. It's fine. Piper <laughs> was on a boat with lots of people. Very limited privacy. So. I did not need to know that. Anyways. <laughs> so, what's. I think. I know for my time when I have things that kind of bring back memories, it's, it's really hard on, on me. So it might not be the best idea to bring Azura in what little freedom she's been given at this time straight back to the person who she was just serving. Well, so. then what are we going to do with her? I will take her somewhere safe. Her and I will um, find an inn 
and lay low for the, the time being while you all continue on. <clears throat> all right, all right that's fine. If you need anything, though, and I, um, at this, I will cast um, Flock of Familiars, and I, as you see, like, Pax is sitting right next to me, um, and just for flavor with this, um, Kyle, could one of these familiars be Azura's uh, familiar? Yeah, I'm down for that. You you see next to Pax, like on my shoulder, uh, a hawk um, up here. And then on another, a dual packs, another one appears as well. Um, and I'll have both of the packs go with you guys. If there's any problem, send word through them. They'll be able to reach me and I'll be able to come and help as fast as I can. We'll try to find a place close by to where you'll be at. All right. Okay, then let's go. Hold my hand out, and can one of them come land on me? Yeah. Pax will come and land on you. And he'll look at you. I'm gonna name you Goblet. That's that's actually uh, the real one. Let us go. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As Gale and Azura, do you know exactly where you're heading towards? Um. This is the middle class area, right? Yeah. The, and that it, we're really close to where the university is at, right? Yeah, you just you have to travel to the heart of Fatonia, and then you'll be near the university, so you're uh, one district away. Okay. How... Um, do I remember how expensive it would be to find, like... And in or like even just like hole up in a restaurant in the heart of Fatonia for a little bit. Yeah, the heart of Fatonia is a little bit more pricier. The inns there are, are quite up there. In the middle class okay. area, that's where you can find the rock and hawk type weight type type of place. Yeah. But I'll also be a lot closer if I find someone close by. Exactly. So Can I do like a insight check to feel how Last time I left Vivian, how close he seemed, or does that seem like a bad idea? Um, I could just give you that right off the, the bat. Like yeah. Vivian's place is honestly just a couple blocks away from the the university. Like it's pretty close by. Okay, and is, does he seem pretty trustworthy for like around my sister? Uh, I know that he was good to Vox. Make an insight. This is. This is Gail's opinion on Vivian, so make an inside check. That's true. I, I just want to like think back and kind of get a vibe yeah. check. Yeah, make a vibe yeah. check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a ten. It's like literally right in the middle. Um, I think for the most part, like there's nothing Vivian did that like really rattled you up too much. Last I checked, he did yeah, save your life. Sure. He did save your life. He did. And so, with a 10, you're like, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, Vivian. There's no bad vibes. Okay. Yeah. I, um, 
I'll let them know that I'll probably head to his place so I'm as close as I can be in being somewhere safe. And I'll uh, I'll just take my, my sister by the arm and kind of like escort her and say, I want you to know that if anything bothers you, you can close your eyes and I'll I'll lead you. I'm here for you now. Okay. Get out. As she begins to start tearing up again. It's okay. I'm I'm here now. You're you're not alone. We have a lot of catching up to do. Yes, and, of course. And we'll walk off. So we head towards Vivian Shop. Which way to the university? Would Piper know? Would Piper know the layout of the city? I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh. Do we know? That's the question. Uh, Luma. <laughs> Do you know where the university's at? Um, I believe so. It's I'm trying to I, think. It's back. it contains the library that Sarek studied in. Yeah, she would know. Yeah, Lua knows exactly where this is at. She had spent many times visiting Sarek there, yep. bringing him cupcakes or whatever. Oh, I like cupcakes. All right. As you all head off to the university, um, you work your way there. It takes just about 30 minutes to an hour. Gail and Azura head off to Vivian's place, which we'll, we'll get to eventually. We'll see what happens in that situation. Um, as you get to the university, you sort of work your way through the crowd and you step onto the university campus. This is like, I think a good way to put it is it's like a lot of university campuses that you you know and love. Sorry, I'm just grabbing a map real fast. Um, in the center of the university campus, there's like the big great hall. You see all these buildings that you just, just can make assumptions that they're like, oh, the College of Necromancy, the College of Thermogametry, the College of divination, things like that, right? Um, as you sort of like parole around this university, you see not many. It seems almost a little empty, to be honest, but you see people that are probably students or scholars walking about um, researching and doing all sorts of universe intellectual stuff. Universe? <laughs> yes. It's a universe city. I'm gonna go up to one of the uh, one of the students somewhere. All right, roll me a d20. I know how that goes. Seven. All right. As you walk up to this student, the student's a little bit taller than you. In fact, they're a lot taller than you since you're a dwarf. <laughs> sort of about six two, a blonde, flowy hair with like very precise features, wearing this like enamored robe as you stop him he's just sort of says, oh well hello there can you point me to the lecture hall the lecture hall which one just a moment which one 
We're looking for we're looking for Kirsten. She's giving a big speech. <clears throat> um there there's someone that we're looking for here. They uh they go by the name Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten. I think my accent just changed. Kirsten. Yes, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. She just finished her lecture about 30 minutes ago. Do you know where she's off to now? I assume that she is just sort of residing in the private library. That's where she spends most of her time. If you want to get a, a meeting with her, I don't know if you'll be able to. I have tried many times. It's quite difficult. I'm sure we'll She's be very... all right. May I ask why you wish to meet with her? I am quite a fan of her studies and her work. We well, have I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> Alright, Piper spoke. You you helped her with what? With a recent... Uh, some of her business. Personal business for her. And we uh, just wanted to see how she's doing. I understand. I understand. Yes, her, uh, the private library, if you don't know, it's just about east, fifth, about five buildings down that way. Has a big, beautiful, um, dragon ornament all over the building. You can't miss it. Thank you. Very well. And may I ask your names? Amarabella. Arabella? Amarabella. But you don't have to remember a lot. Amarabella? Amarabella. 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 <laughs> well, it was great to meet you, Amarabella. Good as, to meet you too. <laughs> as this young walk fellow in. walks off. All right, um, and you were all pointed in that direction. All right. Okay. Piper will stride in that direction. <laughs> nice. After a couple minutes and passing a few buildings. Um, the general intelligence of the group, I'd assume, is able to find this building. As you see this, you come across a smaller looking building compared to the others with dragons, dragon assortment decorating the outside of it. It's sort of stonework with some maybe gold and rubies sort of plastered on the side of the wall. A very a beautiful building. And we are going to head over to the roll 20 if everyone wants to log in. Can Rebecca make a perception check for a section labeled uh, Celestial Elven related materials? You can make a perception check. Yeah. The DC's a little hard for this one. Oh no! They will slip in my hand. Does it still count? Um, that's a <laughs> nineteen. Oh, you you stop talking again. No, no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, no. The DC was 20. So, no, as you're walking on your net, you're not able to see anything particular. Yeah. <laughs> that no, 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 Stop, the dice work. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, let me wall that! Let me wall that. I could. I haven't done that yet. That'd be a technical yeah, way. Yeah. No, I have one more, yeah. I want more. But you can't really woe the universe. It's more like towards... <laughs> person or like like an effect does that make sense 
Yeah, well, the DM is. Can... Kyle, is this supposed to be a black screen, or am I just not? Can I roll Kyle's roll? <laughs> no. Why I mean, not? The... Okay. Because I said so. Um, it should be. You should be able to see. I thought I. I thought I revealed. Yeah, I can't see anything either. What the, what the, ah. uh, someone just moved it. Oh wait, I moved that person. You gotta scroll, scroll out, scroll out, back out. Oh yeah, scroll out. Oh, oh yeah, scroll out a little bit. It's a uh, part of the screen is hidden. Oh. oh. Nice. As you walk up to this building, you see uh, some windows and a giant door. Hmm. Well, that's pretty nice. You anything ever seen anything I... like it? No. Piper's then gonna try and open the door. Alright, as you go to open the door... It is locked. Ah. It's the private library, I guess. Can I do an arcana check? <laughs> yeah, you can make an arcana check. Nice job, actually. Hey! Yeah! That's a fourth will. <laughs> what the freak? New dice. New dice, who this? New dice? What'd okay, I got approval. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> you already rolled. You already rolled. You already rolled. What's your roll? Okay, it's a 12. Yeah, with a 12, you can tell that it's magically locked. Can I dispel it? Yeah, if you have to spell magic, I guess it'd be good. I do! Alright, as you cast Dispel Magic, you hear a... Clunk. Last night on as nights. We had a break-in. <laughs> I like that reference. As the door is unlocked. Good job, Rebecca. Thanks, man. Well, Piper's going to try the door again. Nice. As you open the door, let me reveal some of the area on the map. Oh, wait, so wait, let me. Uh, isn't it? Oh, I'm hiding area. That's why. Is it? What the? It's being dumb. I can't move you. You're locked. I can move Piper and Lua. I can't move myself though. I can move. Oh, that's because I haven't set. Um, sorry. Let me set stuff for you real fast. In the meantime, tune back in. As... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what, what were you saying? I was going to say, Rebecca's recipes. Shroom brownies, anyone? Bane's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I was like a Nice. Alright, uh, everything should work now. Alright, as you all look in. What the actual freak? Ah, uh, that was a. Okay, come on. Rebecca. There we go. There we go. It works. Would work with the door. 
Yeah, you said that. Alright. Nice. Uh, as <laughs> you open the door, there is someone standing in front of the door with it's an Robin! expressed look on it. A very scholarly looking fellow with whitish hair. As he sits here, he's like, Did you just open this door? I mean, yeah, because I'm a scholarly fellow like <laughs> you. This door is off limits. No one is allowed in here unless authorized by Lady Kirsten. Using Perhaps magic like that. Send her a message. I am not no messenger boy. I am the great Colette. Oh, you're Robin. No. <laughs> Colette, okay. Colette. Colette. Who? Colette. Colette. I work directly under Kirsten. A couple layers down the org, but I work directly as the new analyst on the team. Or new oh. researcher on the team. That's so amazing! You're that's truly an incredible honor to be able to be awarded to be a researcher under such a high esteemed person, such as Kirsten. You must be really knowledgeable. <laughs> well, they don't give that out to everybody, of course. But ah. don't try to flatter me, you Let's roll the eyes. I would have covered my ears. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I would have. Oh, fetch. I'm sorry, Faith. Don't take this personally. But don't try to flatter me, you not attractive individual. I'm not fall <laughs> for it. I'm totally fine and not interested. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, you're not interested in me? No, I was complimenting your knowledge, man. As we're both scholarly people in different aspects, such as I'm more, you know, informed with celestial beings. You haven't really told me about what your profession of study is. Ah, well, I'm undecided yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what <are> studies? <laughs> oh wow, what a thing! Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I, I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but, um, uh, but besides the point, you're not allowed in here. Will we be allowed in? But you need like special approval to Dr. Harrison. Like you, you can't just like use magic to walk through doors. So what is magic this far? Yeah, I'm warning you. I am a powerful mage, and if, if you riffraff oh. causing issues, I'll have to use magic to dispel you all. Riffraff. It's not very nice. How how many people are uh uh allowed into this library. How many are currently in here? Why would I tell you how many people are in this library? Well, you're I want to know person. how many people Kirsten <laughs> like to keep around. That is, a that is, com that is confidential information. <clears throat> you sound like you're a bunch of robbers, if I'm being honest. No, I you can see tell you why. begin to raise his hands. Can I tell you why we want to meet with Kirsten? Because that's more beneficial than us just being like, yo, what's up? Let us in. Well, why? We haven't told you why. Can we tell you why? Yeah. Make a persuasion check. Okay. All right. Okay, you're good. Okay. Yeah, that's the plan. Persuasion. 
is uh, 19 as well. That seems logical. Okay, explain why you need to talk to Kirsten. And maybe I might consider delivering that message. Alright, so the reason why we have connections to Kirsten, even though the very incredible name of such is we helped her in her field work research of the underwater temple. And that is an exquisite exhibition that we were able to assist her on. And so we need to continually provide her information for her research to continue to provide such wonderful information to the Empire. The water temple? I've never heard what you're talking about. That's okay, you're still exploring, right? <laughs> 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 Roll for damage. <laughs> Wait, the D twenty. Oh, that's okay. Um, what is it plus? Um, <laughs> your roasting modifier. Just... What's my roasting modifier? Roast. Plus if seven. It's... <laughs> if it's deception, I got a dirty twenty. <laughs> As you just watch as this Galette just sits there, realizes what you just said, and it's just like, oh. she didn't. <laughs> How dare you mock me? I wasn't mocking at all. We have different fields of study, as such as I'm not professional in exploratories. <laughs> you're more broad in your knowledge, which makes you more accessible and even more... <laughs> Of a greater asset. I I see what is going on here. You are throwing credentials around. Just since I'm a little bit younger and not as studied uh, as some, doesn't mean I'm not a, a valuable asset to the team. Doesn't he have white hair? Didn't I chose the bleached it. I bleached it myself. Yes, David. Does she does Lua notice any markings? What kind on, of markings? On on said guy. No. No? Doesn't doesn't see any markings? Okay. What kind of markings are you looking for? Just to make sure we're on the same page. Uh the uh, the ones that the special people have. Uh no. Okay. Doesn't have the markings. He's 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 dumb. I rolled a seven, so he's dumb. <laughs> okay. It's 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 the one it's the the markings that the Frobinos have. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. He's he's not a Frobino. He just okay. bleached it. He's like you know those kids in high school that like bleach their hair or like frosty tips? Yeah. Um, if that was yeah. if that was any of you, I'm sorry, but <laughs> Dude, it's alright. I understand. No. <laughs> I'm growing in okay. Yeah, I I understand as well. It's okay. Alright. I understand that you're impatient and you want a Dr. Kirsten, but give me one good reason so I don't, because if, if you're really helping her and, and I turn you away, I get fired. But if you're liars, then I get fired. Well, we need to speak with her and I'll give you a reason as I reach down to my hammer and just kind of gently lift it. Uh, oh, that's a why threat. Don't, why don't you do an insight check on me? Do it. Background check. We helped. She Kirsten. looked like she could even lie to you. Yes. We helped. Right, I will make it. Research. 
We need to talk yeah. to her. Ta -da! I'm making an inside check. Someone roll a percentile dice. I'll do it, because I'm not here. <laughs> um, that is an 85. Alright, I'll give it to you. I see he just sort of looks at y'all and is just like, hmm. I see that this might get a little violent. Short one. But, yes. Colette, I, I understand. Let me, let me lead you to Kirsten. I, I believe you. Yeah, right. in the meantime, tell us all about what you've learned. Well, have you ever heard of something called ass? He begins blabbering on about stuff that doesn't matter because he's like a freshman. He's a stupid freshman. Believes, ev oh, believes right. everything this professor it. tells him. All right, so let's open up the, the main room. There's another Robin. As he sort of leads you in, you... I'm just going to move everybody in real fast or close by. Um, as you are led into this circular room, it's this beautiful looking library, this golden wood floor with bookshelves all around the circular room. There's a massive dragon skeleton hanging from the ceiling, um, with another, another analyst or sorry, another researcher working at a desk with some playing cards as Kirsten sort of sits on this, um, not a throne, but definitely, a. A very comfortable seat, um, sort of twiddling this this dagger in her hand as she watches as you all enter. Is it the dagger that we are looking for? Yes. Yes, okay. it's the dagger. Um, as you walk in, she sort of looks up and recognizes, she'd recognize most of you except Malbrook, right? Yes. Correct. <clears throat> she sits there, Colette, Colette. Why did you let these people in? Uh, they, they said they knew you. They, they said they wanted to talk to you. Just, ah, oh, stupid freshman. All right, Any go get me a coffee. Get me a coffee, Colette. As you hear Colette. Oh, okay, okay. As Colette runs off to the mess hall. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right. Wide, Colette. Oh. Kirsten. Uh, yes. You know how I was talking to you before we were rudely interrupted by... Who was it? I think it was Rebecca. About the special weapon that we were looking for. I interrupted? What? Yes. We... We have been informed that you have such a weapon, and I wish to see it. Its powers are legendary, as far as I know. You know, usually when people show up randomly at your place, they're like, oh, how are you doing? It's great to see you again. We're kind of on a tight schedule, so I skip the formalities. I hope you don't mind. As Kirsten sort of stands up, I also am on a tight schedule. In a couple hours, I'll be heading off, and so I don't know if I have too much time for this conversation. Well, then it's a good thing I skipped the pleasantries. <laughs> Sorry. 
I agree. We didn't um, come here for pleasantries. And what do you all Kirsten, want? This is Malbrick. We were hoping again to see the dagger that you are currently holding. And this Kirsten sort of like there's honestly sort of just this tenseness in the room, almost as thick as butter, as it's just this awkward silence. You watch as she sort of snaps her fingers. And then like she's waiting for something to happen and then nothing happens and she sort of like looks around and she's like, I see. You've come to take the dagger, I presume. We would like it best if you would give it freely. Hmm. She stiffens up. The other researcher in the room sort of looks at her, then looks back. Kirsten's sort of like, Daniel, I think it's best if you go use the restroom right now. Or grab a mop and a bucket. We might need to do some cleanup in a second here. Do watch as Daniel begins to run out the room. Kirsten. So we're going to do it the hard way, are we? Well, if if I may, I'd prefer not to get in any sort of fight or physical law. Who are you? Who are you? I'm, I have no idea who you are. I am someone who follows the light. And we'd like you to join in following like the light. Like a cult? Sounds like a cult. Are you not no, already but... in, in a cult? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> this world is... My, loyal... My loyalty lies to the Empire. The Empire is not a cult. And may I ask why? Sorry. I'm sorry. Because the Empire is good. It's done many great things for this country. It has built this magnificent university to learn and to understand about this world. And I've sworn loyalty loyalty to the Fuhrer, as I believe everyone in this room, I guess, has not. I know you were all of great help in exploring that water temple and getting the resources that we needed to f further fulfill the Fuhrer's wish. Yours wish. But whatever you're saying right now is not of interesting me. Christian. The, the plan of the Fuhrer is to basically end the world. Burn it to the ground to start over again so he may be reborn. Persuasion, Jack. Mm -hmm. Mm, let me oh, oh that's the wrong one. Uh dirty twenty. Whoa. Really? Burn the whole world down to become reborn? That seems a little preposterous. I I don't and to be completely honest with you, Kirsten, I personally am not knowledgeable enough in in this aspect to 
to know how to explain it well. Um, did you, I don't, I, don't, I don't, how long have you been here at the university learning and how well do you know the people around here? I know them very well and I trust them. Did you? These are people I've spent my entire life with. Where you, band of strangers who this party isn't even what I remember. You're missing about half of you. Like, where did the other half even go? They, uh, to be completely honest, personally, I think Rock um, admitted some type of love for a person and and left with said person, but that could be rumor and whatnot um did, did, did you by chance though meet uh, a couple maybe a couple months ago a young man who always was clad in great armor covered in runes did you say great armor just like i don't know how to explain it just like <laughs> Yeah, I said great armor, but it's just like full armor. Roll a percentile dice. Covered what? in runes. Yeah, roll a percentile what? dice. 51. I have no idea who you're talking about. Kirsten. Did you perhaps know that the theater has a daughter? It makes sense that the Fuhrer has a daughter. He is a man. That is true. But she is currently... She has told us many secrets of the Fuhrer. And I am inclined to believe her. And I have told many secrets about my father that aren't true. (laughs) Don't we all? Who's your father? (laughs) His name is... Seabrook Dwayne. Dwayne I'm sure Piper would have some sort of dirt on him, I'm sure. He died five years ago in a horrific goblin accident. (laughs) Anyways. Kirsten, you can't tell me that someone who claims to be able to control the Kraken hasn't felt what this land is becoming. You haven't felt the change? How the darkness is slowly creeping around, growing ever stronger? I would be lying if I said I didn't know what you were talking about. But how does giving you all this dagger solve any of that? Because we want to fight it. This dagger has the ability to absorb souls. But it does. And it has... Oh, never mind. I wouldn't know any of that. I see no real. I'm sorry. I see no real evidence besides the fact that you claim to fight darkness and to give up a valuable possession such as this. Kirsten, the 
the Fuhrer does not only just have a daughter. He also has a son. <laughs> I His laugh. Son, because even if you say this, I don't even know if you're telling the truth. His son is the Resurrector. The Resurrector, really. Cast, uh, what's the spell? Um, so cast truth. Zone of Truth, even if, if you I, wish. The Zone of Truth is a faulty spell in its sort. Well, it does determine your the truth to be told. It could just be your truth and not the, the actual truth of the world. So don't get me wrong. I don't disbelieve that you believe the Fuhrer's son is the Resurrector, but that doesn't mean it's true. Like, who that? said that to you? Who said that to us? Yeah. The Fuhrer's the, daughter. Uh, the one that claims she is the Fuhrer's daughter. How do you know that she really is the Fuhrer's daughter? I've known her for a long time. And I know I've known you for a little time. It's true. Kyle? Yes? Do I have any thing on my person that is like a symbol of the old gods or anything? Uh, I'll roll a d20. I mean, Piper has her tattoo. Yeah. I don't know. Not 20. Woo! Woo. Um, yeah. So once you had your moment where you connected with the light and had this great moment uh eventually on your quest you were led to what seemed to be a fallen rock from space a star rock of a sorts that you sort of hold with you that has some sort of deep connection okay <clears throat> almost as a totem of sorts <clears throat> celestial <Wow>! <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten, perhaps you can look into this and see for yourself and see if it has given you any glimpses of what might come. Oh, celestial. As I kind of reach in and, and hold this rock fragment. The rock. As you hold this rock fragment, uh, Lua and, oh yeah, that's how Lou and Rebecca first met. Lou and Rebecca would recognize that this is a meteorite fragment. My friend. Uh, you watch as Kirsten looks at it. For a second, she's like, I've seen rocks like that before. They were brought to us by the White Church about six months ago, seven months ago. In a shattered mess. I investigated them. That was my friend. I know that they... Sorry, what was that? Did you say your friend? was my friend. Rebecca sheds a tear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I already know they hold immense power and have some sort of divine attribute to them that is unresolved. The, the church says it's a direct connection to the phoenix. I, I don't agree with that necessarily. But I don't mean... To the universe. It may as well be direct connection to the universe, but I don't see that as proof, per se. You could have just found that rock on the side of the street. I have a book. There are many books here. 
it was a book. I have a book. Can I actually, okay. This is totally, I guess this is totally up to you. All right, so, all right. when Carrick died and Rock took up all of Sarek's uh, possessions, Sarek yes. had a book. Yes. The book was his studies. Everything he had, it was like basically like his his personal, like, like I guess you could say essay, like where he's like, okay, this points to this. This is the reference of which I got that from his months of studies. Make make a history check. Or maybe not a history check. Um, I want you to make an intelligence check to see if Lua is able to connect those dots. Intelligence. Where is my intelligence? That's a that's a great resource you have that I'd forgotten about. So I'm being a little spiteful about it right now. What's that? It's, spiteful. it's a fifteen. Rolled a two. Hooray! Yes, Lulu, you were able to. Yeah, I'll give you that, David. You're able to use Sarek's cheater book that actually has all the answers to resolve this problem. As you can clearly see here, <laughs> this is what you've been wondering. You, you may not believe the words of us, but I, I do have a possession from a very a, a loved one who has done ample research. He, in all honesty, you remind me a little bit of him. He was a man who didn't succumb to the ideals of others based off of a whim. Like to research and he liked to find the evidence that pointed him in a direction that he wished to go. Um, and I have this book and it has all of his studies that will testify of the words which we speak. All right, show me this book of knowledge. And she would pull out, like, it's just this fat book. Just, like, like massive. Like, like what's what the, the, like the biggest Harry Potter book? Just fat, just, but, like, big. And All right. Lua hands it over to her. Give me about an hour to read this, and then I'll have my answer. Are we just going to let her go with that book of lots of knowledge? You... It is one of my only memories of him. Do you, do you swear to return the book? I'll return it. I'll return it. Knowledge is a powerful thing, and so... Uh... I'll return that knowledge. Thank you, Kirsten. All right. 
Kirsten then heads off to a private place to begin studying the book. I'm assuming you guys are all just going to like chill there for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Can I take nice. a short rest just, then? Yeah, you guys can take a short rest or whatever. Um, and once his name comes back with the coffee... Pepper's gonna take it. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. <laughs> where, where, where did Kirsten go? Hmm. I guess we're in charge oh, now. Don't worry, I'll get the tour. <laughs> nice. As you guys <clears throat> look around the room in the short hour, just to see some cool details that you may or may not have noticed before, there was this cool, like, summoning esque circle in the middle of the room underneath Kirsten's seat. And after using some arcana checks, you saw that it was like connected to the dragon skeleton and could have spawned around a dragon to fight. I don't know. Oh, Something wow. like that. Um, During that, that hour, arc, could I nonchalantly erase part of the summoning circle so it's not connected anymore? <laughs> yeah, you could do that. <laughs> it's like scuff it with your boot. Just... Hmm. Oops. Whoops. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be such a cool fight. Anyways, after about an hour, Kirsten returns back and she's like, oh my gosh, this book has all the answers and clearly shows how like the daggers are going to be used for evil because that's what Zarek's research was all about. I believe you. Go, Zarek! Zarek's defining moment in this campaign besides being just an awesome character <laughs> was that he was able to get Kirsten he finally his his whole arc finally went full circle now Boom. <laughs> Baby. This, this researcher that put all of this together who who was he really must have been a professor or a great scholar of the land someone of rich of nobility no he was uh, a humble elf an elf? <laughs> yes. Uh. He was a great man, though. He, he learned runes. He wasn't a very strong mage. And in the village he grew up, he was looked down upon, and so he used runes that I had never, nobody had ever seen before. Yes, I saw some of those runes in this book. They remind me of the runes that are found in Thunder Mountain. Yes. Also, they also have slight ties to celestial-esque power. You know which it. Which is deemed. You know. Oh. Boom. Have you decided to... Come with us, or just give us the dagger. We would well, love your support. Before you all showed up, I was going to fly off to Etna Island on this, on my pet Larry, who rests above you all right now. But I will go with you to Etna Island with the cause of maybe not having the world end. I'll try and stop it with y'all, if you will accept me. I'll go up to her and give her a firm like, like where like the brother like the clasp of the arms and say, "Welcome to the light." I really just feel like I joined a cult. <laughs> well, let me summon Larry, and Larry can give us all a lift and fly us around this nation super fast. 
as <laughs> you watch as Kirsten puts her hand on the summoning circle, begins <laughs> encanting some things. There's like some sparks and then zoop, just like stops. She's like, why? Why isn't this working? I'm going to zoop, nothing. Well, we have someone to go uh, meet up with here in town. Oh, well, do they have a flying dra- dragon? I can, I can keep trying. Maybe research. <laughs> Did you try turning it on and off again? <laughs> try kicking it. While your head was still on the thing? I... All right. Oh, oh hey, I think when uh, your intern was bringing coffee, I think he may have uh, spilled some smudged over here. Make a big deception check. <laughs> oh, it was better, the freshman. You better make a good deception check. <laughs> it was the freshman. Oh, that'd be so funny. Five. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> As she just like looks at you. Like looks at the sewing circle, looks at you, looks at your foot with a little bit of red dust on it. Look, you can never be too careful. And then she casts Fireball and everybody dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Let's head out then. And Kirsten, Kirsten has joined the party. As we're, as we're uh, walking, do I know that assassin number 17? 19, whatever. 17. 17 was a, Kirsten's assassin, right? That was kind of discussed, right? We know that. Yeah. I yeah. Was, like, we'd know that. Yeah. Okay. And, Everyone else should have put that together because right. we, it's 17. Right. We, and, we know that, right. Yeah. Oh, hi, Kirsten. Is that Kirsten? Kirsten, that you're a little Kirsten, too, too close. <laughs> <laughs> you, I... I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Uh, so, um, we may have come across your uh, uh, assassin on the way to meet you. <coughs> oh. Is that why she didn't come when I summoned her? Yes, we have not harmed her in any significant way. What did you do? <laughs> She's usually quite skittled at killing people. See, the thing is that we have a friend that is a lot like her. Um, brainwashed and trained to do the Empire's doing, bidding, and he was able to snap out of it, come back to his true self, and he helped her do the same. Um, we, I just, I, I'll tell you this, because we, he says that it can be triggered again to have her go back into the assassin mode and we would prefer not to have that happen so please don't say anything that could do that <laughs> it would be very detrimental to this mission that we're on I understand I understand thank well, you we appreciate it should we go meet up with them then yes let's let's, let's do that I do you send the owls? That's just a question. You don't have to. I'm assuming yes. Um, also, I don't think Piper knows anything about what's his name? Vivian. Huh? Oh, Vi- Vivian? 
Muffin, it's time for you to fly. Muffin, nice. as say that, disappears. Because, wait, no, he's actually the real Pax. <laughs> because uh, the spell ended, like, an oh, hour ago. Go. But oh. <laughs> the real Pax flies off and goes, let's, and let's Gail know that they are, um, that they are okay. All um, right. As, as the party is heading back to Vivian's place to meet up with Gail and Azura, we're gonna, we're gonna do a flashback in time on the situation that happened when Chase and Azura showed up at Vivian's place. So, yeah. As you open the door, Gail, with Azura and Arm, you see as things are flying around as Vivian is doing Vivian-esque things. Um, hello. Ah, I remember you. Gail? Yes, you're right. That, that's my name. Yes. How's, how's your joints treating you from not being stoned anymore? You know what? I've, I felt a little bit more stiff than usual but it, the past couple weeks it's it's been doing better i i wanted to come in and and check on how ari's doing see if she's been good if she's returned and been able to meet up with with you again ah ari i've sent her off on a special mission in fact in about a couple hours i'll be heading out to go meet with her good. we're Gonna do some crazy crap. What? I, okay, then. I mean, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but saying that makes me intrigued. If I've realized one thing about Ari, is that A, she wants to be a human. B, currently she's a ton of freaking muscle. C, <laughs> I don't have that much muscle, but I got the brains. D, we might make a really good team in what we're about to do. What? What? If I might ask, I'm not trying to be presumptuous, but what, what's your plans? Make a persuasion check. My persuasion is really bad, so. Can I do a slide of help? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if y'all get a little insight on what oh. Vivian and Ari are up to. I, uh, I actually rolled really well for myself. I got 17. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. Again. Well, Vivian doesn't like keeping secrets. So, I blessed Ari back with her arm, so now she's, like, wielding these two giant swords. I also gave her some extra strength potions, so they're both great swords at the same time. That's pretty cool. Had a conversation about turning her back into a human. I just need an immense amount of power, and so me and Ari were heading to, I'd say, sort of the climax of a magical event in a couple days. Gonna see if we can siphon some of that power. I'll use part of that power to turn our Ari into a human, and I'll use the rest of that power for myself. Oh. Wow. It, it doesn't... Um, that's very interesting. I think I... Uh, I may... know about this from my... Things. It sounds like you have good intentions, and I don't blame you. It's probably going to be spectacular, so... I need to... Always in the, the room for collecting more power. Still sorry that Vox wouldn't be with us at this time. Part of me's debated resurrecting him from the dead again, but might let him just rest in peace. 
Yeah. It was, it was a special case. I, uh, I want to show you something. I and I'll take the cloak off my back and I'll, I'll sh- show him the, the fixed displacer beast cloak. Um, I'm sorry I wasn't able to have you fix it. Um, As he looks at it, he sort of holds... Go ahead. He reaches out his hand, he's like, may I I hold it? Of course. As he sort of like runs his fingers on the cloak, he's like, fine work. May I have it as a... May I make a trade for it as a remembrance of Vox? That really depends on the trade. That's the biggest reason why I keep it. Oh, I see. Never mind then. Never mind then. I was going to offer you a 20-foot pole, but... Ooh, <laughs> that not. is quite tempting. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's actually hilarious. Um, uh, yes, how can I help you today? Yeah, sorry for the um, pleasantries. My um, my sister and I were waiting for some friends that are going to the university, and that's not really our thing. And so, and to be honest, my sister's kind of had a hard day. As you can probably, he can clearly tell that she's quite disheveled. Um, okay. yeah, he doesn't have to make an inside check. Yeah, it's. We were just hoping to be able to sit and wait here for them until they're done with their business, and if if that's all right with you, if you'd like an assistant for a couple of hours, I'm willing to work for it. Nah, you're you're fine to just sit around, though. I do have one question. Yes. Why wasn't your sister with you before? I don't remember her being part of your group. In fact, I don't know where the rest of your group is at. The rest of them are the ones that went to the um, to the university. Some of them have left Rock, and others we haven't seen in a little bit. But ah, I understand. Um, my sister had been lost and uh, I'll kind of just get a little bit teary-eyed and we recently found her again. It's good to hear. Well, if all goes well, you'll be able to spend a, a long time with her, but if things go a little poorly in a couple days, might as well make the best of right now. That's the goal. I think we will see each other very soon. Oh? I do tell. That great thing that you ever mentioned. Um, I at least will probably play a minor role in determining what happens to the world. My goal is to <laughs> Well, it's pretty far away, uh, all the way off at an island to get there in time. You'd have to be traveling at an immensely quick speed. How are you planning on doing that? 
uh, I'm really good at running, but I haven't really figured that part out yet, to be honest. Can you run 400 miles per hour? No. Mm. Can you? I'm genuinely curious. No. Usually I just use teleporters to get across the land. Okay. There's a network of them that's sort of broken and clunky, but a couple special people like myself use them. I might be um, persuaded to uh, let you in on using some of these teleporters. Um, I, uh... I, I, if I might ask, how many are there? Is there any that go to, um, <coughs> do you know of any that would also go to Thunder Mountain by chance? Yeah, there's, there's one that goes to Thunder Mountain. There's one that goes to Thunder Mountain, the top of the Vicar Mountains, uh, right in the middle of the Scorched Lands, deep in the Water Temple. There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's one to the Water Temple? Well, that would have been nice. Um, yeah, that would have been nice. <laughs> As he, like, knows. It's like yes. there's, there's a deep, this deep understanding of a potential plot that fell through months ago. Um, what would persuade you? You know, you want, the you ever dough? had fried, you ever had oh, fried dough? Fried dough? Like a, yeah, there's a shop, like a stone? shop down the street that makes, yeah, there's a shop down the street that makes fried dough. Go get me some and I'll let you use the teleporters. Okay, I can do that. Um, Azura, would you mind accompanying me to go get some treats? It might be good for us. Nice. And you yep. spend the next hour and ten minutes getting some treats. Almost upon like pure magic or coincidence, everyone meets up at Vivian's house at the same time. Gail, you're holding enough fried dough for everyone because you bought too much. I, I didn't remember how, like, he never said a quantity, so I just assumed that I'd buy as much as I possibly could. And so it's it's kind of a lot. I'll erase all my gold right now, by the way. I, I spent 32 gold worth of money on fried dough. All right, you spent all <laughs> your money on fried dough. Because I wanted to make sure we could get that teleporter. <laughs> yes. As everyone meets back up at Vivian's shop. And we are going to call it for this session. Ooh. Ooh. That was a good one. Thank you so much for listening to the Dungeon House. Dungeon. 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 Dungeon, Dungeon House. Dungeon House. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House.